Hey everyone, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. And you know what got me started? What made sure my voice got out there? It was Anchor. And why did I choose Anchor to host my podcast? Well, easy. It was free. And they have all these amazing tools built right into the app. So it's really easy to get started and get your voice out there. And the best part, they make sure to distribute your podcast everywhere it needs to go. Like Apple, Google, Spotify, and so much more. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to Musings of a Millennial Muslim with Freeney. Episode 4, High and Mighty. Welcome to the show. Before I get into it, a short disclaimer here. These viewpoints are my own, my musings. And I did get feedback that a lot of people are having their kids listen to them, which is all well and good, but I'm a parent and any other parent I would advise the same thing. Make sure you listen to it yourself first. This week, I want to talk about rude people. No, not just the person at Starbucks who didn't open the door for you or the person who cut you off in line at the grocery store. Although that is very rude, I'm talking about the folks who, when they hear or learn about something specifically, religious education, they get this air of rudeness. They tend to see themselves as higher and more superior than everyone else around them. You know, the ones that clutch their thusby or rosary beads in horror at the thought of any infraction, no matter how big or small. I think we all know someone like that. Maybe a few someones. And yes, this isn't everybody. There are tons of nice people out there who practice faith and draw you closer. But there are way more who turn folks away. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, and if you look at the caricature in my logo, I wear a hijab. And it's only been a year, and depending on the viewpoint, the change was slow to come or at the right time. But since I started, a lot of perceptions and attitudes towards me have drastically changed. Some for the better, and some for the worse. Even though I started wearing a hijab, I'm still the same exact person I have always been. I still wear the same type of clothes, have the same morals and social beliefs, and I still listen to music. Hell, I love music. In fact, I write these podcast episodes while listening to some tunes. It helps get my brain in the zone. But the point is that I didn't change one bit. I just decided one day to start covering my hair. But to others, it was as if I had been issued some sort of approval stamp on my forehead. People who never talked to me at the mosque, people who have seen and known me for a few years and never thought to say hello, suddenly they started being nice. I was in. It was like not paying a cover charge getting into a club with three drinks thrown in. I'm sure that example will cause a ruckus. Overnight, I was added to this inner echelon that I wasn't a part of. It didn't matter that I was the same. I was covering my hair. I was a star. My soul had been saved and I had seen the light. Anyways, it's true. There was a drastic change in demeanor and it made me wonder. What did these folks think of me before I started doing hijab? I mean, wrapping a cloth around my hair was the only change I made. Then I started thinking about those people who seemed like they were balanced, while also holding this internal bias. While it's natural we all have internal biases that affect our decisions and thoughts, many of us do our best to hide these biases, and this was the case in point. I never felt that way about the people around me, but there it is, plain as day. The slight changes in people's demeanor. This was part of the reason why I didn't start wearing hijab sooner. I always felt that most of the hijabis I knew were looking down at me, thinking I was unworthy of their fold. And of course, I am not painting all hijabis or religiously conservative folks with the same broad brushstroke. This is just my observance, my thoughts, and what I have seen and felt. I get it. 
I completely understand that if you truly believe something is true, then you want others to follow it and believe in it as much as you do. But isn't the point to display and portray your belief in a positive way, like a bright light that inspires people, like a flame that draws the moths in? Anyways, I want to thank the amazing people who are the embodiment of piety, balance and faith, and who helped me start wearing hijab. Of course, on the other hand, a lot of people I knew thought I had lost my mind that suddenly by covering my hair I had become uber conservative as if I had sprouted three heads and started eating children. But why did they hold this belief? It was the same thing I had faced. Much like how I went through it, they had always been looked down upon by their conservatives. They too had felt less than and shamed. I am sure they thought I would start judging them as well and domineer my viewpoints on them, all because a piece of cloth suddenly made me exceptional. You see my conundrum? I cover my hair, but I still wear whatever I want, say whatever I want, just do whatever I want. I am against being overzealous in religion, and likewise I don't agree that you must be uber-liberal when you're practicing a faith. You have to find a balance, because balance will find you peace. This thought is definitely not a popular one. Balancing deen and dunya can be the subject of a future podcast. Deen being religion, dunya being the world. This episode is zooming in, deeply looking at why many, when they find religion, set themselves on this pedestal where no one else belongs. It's time for a story, everyone. In my intro episode, I had mentioned I have a radio show as well. It's on a local radio station here in Dallas. When I first started about three years ago, a lot of rumors made their way to my ears, just as, just as rumors have a tendency to do. There was this picture painted of me that I was overly free-thinking, probably someone who partied hard and who promoted bad behavior like doing drugs and stealing. All this because I had a radio show in which I did play music from time to time. The assumption is that any person who practices Islam despises music and would dare not commit this sin. There are times even now that I will be overlooked for mosque-related activities because somehow I'm not the best example of piety. Really, no one is. Because I listen to music, am outspoken, and according to the hijab patrol, that's also something I can't seem to do right. But who is the one to decide who is truly pious or not? In this day and age of social media, what is presented in the public image is not true in the background. Things are not always what they seem, so who are we to judge each other? So I had a choice. I could have given up on the radio and continued doing whatever I was doing, or I could have stayed on and followed this unknown path because I was not a public speaking type of person. This all kind of fell in my lap. Can you guess which option I chose? Well, I did some deep thinking, just to be fair, and decided that I wasn't doing anything wrong. And I continued hosting a radio show called Real Talk, and now I have this podcast as well. A lot of this restrictive kind of behavior and thought causes many to run away from religion, kind of go off the deep end because they were kept in such a bubble in which nothing is allowed. How many times have you heard or even know people who were raised in such an extremely conservative household where religion, especially Islam, was shoved down their throats and then as soon as they got the chance, as soon as those kids got that moment where they either went off to college or moved away, they changed. They left half those traditions and beliefs behind because they felt suffocated. I'm sure you all have examples of that. I certainly do. Also, what I find interesting is that this type of distancing behavior is totally against Islam. It may not seem that way because of the misconceptions created in the world and by the people who display a holier-than-thou demeanor. And because, yeah, it's true, a lot of people who are Muslims, not all, 
a lot make it seem like it's very exclusive. Islam is not about exclusivity at all. In fact, one of the main philosophies of Islam is akhlaq, which is the practices of virtue, morality, and manners. Most commonly in English, the translations used are disposition, temperament, ethics, and morals. They all mean the same thing. It's basically how you portray yourself to the world. Akhlaq is extremely important. Islam says, show your kindness. Don't hide it, celebrate it, and with this outward portrayal, draw people closer. And hey, being kindness is universal. Everyone could use some of it. Akhlaq is so important that even the Prophet Muhammad said, the most complete of believers in faith are those who are best in akhlaq. So you can do everything. Be the perfect moral compass for the community. But if you're not nice, you're missing out. You're missing something. Do you know how important it is to have good akhlaq to be a good Muslim? The Prophet didn't just say things for the fun of it. He truly wanted his followers to take these grains of wisdom to heart. Being kind is one of the core foundations in Islam. This is my gripe with everything. Misinterpretations of deep religious concepts have led people to believe that they are righteous. And you know what? This isn't a Muslim problem. I have met many from different religions who also believe that those who are different are disgusting. Yeah, I said it. Disgusting. They feel their souls will be tarnished irreparably if they are around those who differ. Let me tell you this. What if I told you that you will get a gold star simply for saying hello? Sounds nice, right? Well, Islam says exactly that. You earn rewards for just saying salam. Isn't that neat and the easiest way to collect bonus points? It bothers me when I see supposedly practicing Muslims who are pillars of the community, the face of piety, refusing to even say salam based on a perceived infraction. If they don't like you or agree with your viewpoints, they refuse to say salam or even acknowledge you. And in their perception, it is okay because they feel they are doing the right thing by not associating with those who don't share the same thoughts. And these dissociative thoughts and ideals do not promote community and kindness. They only lead you to a lonely place. This goes far against the teachings of Islam, especially akhlaq. I'll give you some personal insight on this. Even though I will discuss hijab in future episodes and in more detail, let me give you a small preview. Here at home, I know plenty of people who observe hijab. Some are nonchalant about it, while others get in your face. Before I start on my journey of wearing hijab, the people who helped me find the courage were the ones who left me alone. They didn't force their viewpoints on me or lecture me on how I'm a sinner. They said nothing. They quietly set an example. They simply practiced and that's what drew me closer. That they were so easygoing that it made me think that, hey, I can do it too. And likewise, there were people who were very forceful, who made sure to let me know that I was not in God's favor because I didn't cover my head. This is my plea to all the Muslims. Please, please be patient and don't judge those who you feel are not at your level. It should not matter if they are Muslim or not. Let them be. You need to keep improving yourself so that people are drawn to you and not deterred. Don't think it is your sole duty to convert and gather more people. Yes, Islam says spread the word. But it doesn't say force the word on people. If someone is of a different faith and belief system, no one says you have to agree with them. But keep your opinions to yourself. Again, lead by example. You may or may not change them, but don't lose yourself in the process. And on the other side of the spectrum, if you feel anyone who has found God and has accepted a certain way of practicing is a zealot, who is a conservative brainwashed nut, check yourself, people. You don't know what caused them to start going down this path. Life happens and this may have been the only way that made sense to them. 
How many times have you heard about born-again Christians or the hard-partying, booze-chugging Muslim who has suddenly turned into the epitome of a perfect believer or the ones who leave one religion and follow another or none at all because it made more sense to them? Life happens with its highs, lows, and curveballs. You don't know what causes someone to flip and totally revamp their outlook. It could be a change in circumstances, health, wealth, or relationships. The pendulum can go either way, towards faith or far from it. It's a journey each of us is on, and it can be tested at any moment, and any of us can fail or pass. Instead of silently hating on those practicing faith conservatively, how about you make damn sure that you be the best version of you? Be a good person. Eventually, hopefully, you can cause them to change their thoughts. Maybe. And if not, you're still the best version of you. So that's a plus. On both sides, it's all about the same root. Kindness. Arabic is a language in which each word can have multiple meanings. The same goes for the word akhlaq, which also means kindness. How many times do you hear about being kind, practicing kindness, portraying kindness, basically living and breathing kindness? Kindness doesn't mean to bend over backwards. It means maintaining an air of softness and civility towards others and above all, approachability. This is something everyone is missing. We are all sitting on high horses and disregarding any bad behavior because we believe we are right. Come back to earth, my friend, and look around you. Understand those in your vicinity, embrace them and be patient with them. Whatever side you fall on, learn compassion for each other and yourself. Remember, every person is unique and making the best of life as they understand and accept it. And you never know, people may or may not change. All you have to worry about is yourself and continue to be that light that draws people closer. This has been Musings of a Millennial Muslim. Until next time, take care. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at M3Freeny. That's M3FREENI. Email us at M3Freeny at gmail.com.